Welcome to the Elevate the Vibe podcast, bringing you juicy convos with thought leaders discussing the wild world of parenting. Happy Wednesday, Vibe Hive. It's your favorite day of the week. It's your favorite new episode of Elevate the Vibe. I'm your host, Jason Berlin, and with me is my beautiful co-host, Katie Berlin. What up, Vibe Hive? We are here with a solo episode today to talk about the topic of sleepovers. Now, as kids growing up in the 80s and 90s, sleepovers were, or in 80s, 90s, 2000s, sleepovers were definitely just a part of the normal like kid culture. It was something I looked forward to every weekend. I always had a friend who, you know, we would go hang out with, get into trouble, watch a movie I wasn't supposed to watch, eat some food I wasn't supposed to eat, and oh man, it was glorious. And as kids, it's part of the fun and excitement of hanging out with your friends. Sometimes there could be sleepovers where it was like, maybe it was for like a sporting event or a sleepaway camp or like a roller land lock-in type of thing i remember those were pretty common growing or, up or a new video game came out and you went to your friend's house to play the new video game sometimes it wasn't just what i mean is like sometimes it wasn't just a friend's house sometimes it was like oh. some other event around mm-hmm. a sleepover situation where like tons of kids would get together to do it and as the years have you know continued to to move along (laughs) and uh i'm not a child anymore now i have well i am still a child mentally but uh physically i look old but (laughs) (laughs) now that we have children of our own this is a topic that i do think about and you might be thinking if you have listened to episodes in the past you're like wait your kids are like three and nine months like why would you be thinking about this To give a little context, when I was growing up, my parents were divorced and every week I would split time between both homes, which means from a very young age, I was used to not spending the night in my own home, in my own bed. I had my very first sleepover with my best friend at my best friend's house. His name was Eric when I was five years old. I lost my first tooth there. His mom gave me 10 bucks. I was sleeping in their guest room. (laughs) I remember this and it was, it was fun. And I didn't feel uncomfortable because I was very used to sleeping in, in, you know, two homes. So it was normal to me. Whereas some kids, they're not doing sleepovers till many years later. So as a young child, I had my first sleepover when I was five years old. Now, Yes, we have a three-year-old, and do I think that maybe he'll be doing sleepovers in two years? Probably not. I was probably on the younger side, but it's something in the horizon, and Jason and I talk about this, and we do have a little bit of different view on sleepovers in general. I mean, I'm not for nor against them i mean i feel like it's a case-by-case basis you know it's like you feel like you got to really vet the parents hard they've got to be good friends you know your kid's going to be good friends with their kids and then you know you do your best to vet the parents and meet them and see what they're about and you know but you never know what goes on behind closed doors so nowadays especially there's all sorts of crazy weird things that go on in houses that we never knew about when we were little kids because uh we maybe we weren't exposed to that sort of information but um 
I'd say I'm a little more skeptical now than I was. And I'm definitely skeptical. I have had my fair share of interesting situations arise at sleepovers. Thankfully, nothing too horrendous. But I've, <laughs> I've just always been exposed to something that maybe my little young mind wasn't ready for yet. Or I was just placed in a situation where even as independent and as exposed to different scenarios that I was as a young child, when you're a young kid and you're in someone else's home and it's someone else's parents, someone else's family, someone else's rules, you're definitely out of your element. And there's the thought of building independence that way. But I also think like there are many other ways to build independence besides just being forced to go to someone else's house. On the flip side of this too, thinking of having someone's child at my home gives me massive anxiety or the kids spending the night in my house because then I am responsible for the most important person in someone else's life. And I have the utmost, well, okay, I think I do like a pretty decent job. Maybe I'm, you know what I mean? I'm not the most amazing parent in the world. Uh, you know, uh, we all have our flaws. But like I, I, like I would probably be like peeking through and like checking on them. Like, do you need a water? Do you need like, I would be like a annoying ass helicopter mom of the other kid because I would be terrified that that child would be uncomfortable for five seconds and that they wouldn't, you know, want to stay and be like, I actually want to go home. And then I would feel horrible and I'd have to call the parents and be like, Hey, your kid wants to go home. I mean, there's just a laundry list of liabilities now. It's like you're just inviting all sorts of drama into your house if you invite a little kid. And, like, you know, you have three or four kids. Like, if they hear something at your house, you're on the hook for it. If they have an alcoholic drink at your house, you're on the hook for it. It's like, man, the liabilities are huge. Well, and also the, you know, going to the alcoholic drink aspect of it, I also toy with the idea of is there a specific age where maybe I'd be okay with sleepovers. So I didn't mention this, but I think I'm going to be a hard no on sleepovers and draw a line in the sand of like, Jason and I obviously have to discuss this. He's giving me a look. You're going to make our kids so uncool. <laughs> but probably there's going to be a lot of other parents that feel this way. It's true. And the reason now that all of us as adults who are, you know, in our 30s, late 20s, 30s, 40s feel this way is because when we were growing up, some weird fucking shit would happen. And we saw it and experienced it. And now we're like, hell to the no. It's not just ice cream and a board game. It's some weird fucking shit going yeah. down. And now as adults, we think, we know we can't protect you from everything, but there are you know, it's like, do you go swimming in the alligator infested pond or do you just go swimming in the pool? Well, that's why we stay the fuck away from Florida right there. <laughs> Except when we visit my parents. <laughs> Shout out to my parents. What's up? <laughs> but if you are a parent and you're somewhat on the fence about this, we did come up with a list of pros and cons for sleepovers. Now, pros. Number one, 
kids have fun. It's undeniable. Sleepovers can be really fun. It's, you know, they, they can be a blast too. It's definitely an inclusive event for kids. Like they're hyped about it. They feel like they're a part of the little crew. Yeah, it builds bonds, strengthens your relationships and friendships. That's number three. It, it definitely builds friendships. And number four, it does build independence from parents. You're exposed to other homes, other cultures, other ways of life. It's not just sleeping in your cozy bed at you know your favorite temperature with your favorite, favorite blankie and nightlight. Yeah. Now, cons. One. For parents, this could be this could be enough for some parents. It can be a big one. It can be very disruptive to your child's sleep and schedule. And for some people, like myself, when they don't get their sleep <laughs> and their sleep is disrupted, it is like sayonara. It's the war path. Stay away. Yes. So number one, sleep and schedule can be disruptive. And that could have like... A lasting effect for two or three days like depending on how flexible your kid is around stuff like that that could be like a nightmare for you for like a few days after number two we touched on this a little bit but there's this pressure to appease the people in this in your surroundings of the environment you're in so if you're normally someone that wouldn't eat certain foods but the parents are serving it and you know it's going to make you feel sick but you just kind of want to do it because you feel like you have to like that sort of thing like this is a very mild example but it's just you know it's it's a little bit like peer pressure but it's not just peer pressure it's like parent pressure in a way well what's like the example that you gave me earlier about uh yes so there's an example that i heard someone tell a story about where they said they were at their friend's house and their friend's parents had a rule where you had to eat everything on your plate and this person's family didn't have that rule and this young person he was like no I'm I'm not gonna eat everything on the plate and the dad was like you're gonna sit there until you finish it and they sat there for four hours they sat there for four hours this is a little kid and then eventually the dad was like I'm not doing this. Like you need to call your parents and go home. And like how so aw- weird. Yeah, yeah, like how weird is that? And how awkward is that? And what am I gonna do? Ask some parents, like, what's every rule that you have under the sun for your household to make sure my kid doesn't have to sit and have a stare down with you for four hours over not finishing four pieces of cauliflower. Right. Like, yeah, no. Very weird. Yeah. <laughs> Number three, which Jason and I both touched on this, uh, usually at a sleepover now this isn't totally a con could navigate into con is that kids are usually exposed to something devious or they're they're usually fiddling around in the world of mischievous activities at sleepovers sometimes it's harmless sometimes it's not harmless I mean, I had my cousin sleep over at my house once, and we watched this movie with Christopher Lambert called Night Moves, and it was so scary that she and I were just freaked out, like, all night. We couldn't sleep. We were both, like, we were, like, oh, my God. Like, we can't believe we watched that. Like, that was so scary. And, like, we still, like, remember that to this day about how much we were freaked out by watching this R-rated movie. We were too young to see it for sure, and it was, like, 
I still remember it was scary as hell. So it's, just, I don't know. I mean, maybe I, I mean, I guess I was like 17. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was like 11 or so. So, or like, what if parents have guns in the home and the kids want to check them out? Yeah. And, you know, it's just like, are you going to grill someone about that? Like, how do you have them locked up? How do you have them stored? Does your kid know the, the lock? Comp- like, you know, yeah, I mean, I mean that's just... the kind of shit that happens. And that's a very valid reason to never let your kids go on a sleepover right there. Right. Yeah. Guns I mean, are terrifying. Yeah. And then the last one, this one is like the big, the big granddaddy reason. And I don't say granddaddy isn't like a creepy way, but like granddaddy is that, there can be a lot of sexual assault that takes place behind closed doors at a sleepover. It could be between children. It could be between siblings and a kid. It could be parents. I, you know, do my little scrolling on TikTok and I've come across some people who have hard nose on sleepovers. And if you look at the comments, there can be like thousands of comments of people talking about their experiences and even saying like, I trusted my parents, someone's like their own parents or like their own, you know, mother, father-in-law that was the only person that I allowed my child to have a sleepover at their house and you know what that's where my child experienced abuse and it's just like you think you know but you just never know and and it's a big one you don't want to live in fear forever and keep your child from doing everything unless you're me then yes that's what you want to do but (laughs) it to me it's a it's a it seems like more often than not this takes place during those situations and it's not necessarily something that young very young children are equipped to be able to speak out and handle right and and speak up for themselves so there are two articles that i came across one that was someone saying the reasons for sleepovers and another where they there were two articles that i came across that I'll link in the show notes where one article was someone pro sleepover saying, you know, you can't really protect your kids from everything. You need to use your best judgment and don't let them miss out on this fun opportunity and an opportunity to build independence in their life. And then there's another article that was a little bit more on the, this is not something that uh, you should opt for, but if you do, they gave a recommendation of a way to sort of arm your child with language and capability to protect themselves against something that they don't want to be exposed to. And I'm going to read off of this right now. So it's called the three R's. Number one is to recognize that nobody should touch you. Number two is to resist if someone is doing something you don't like. And number three is report if an adult tells you something you're not comfortable with. Now, in theory, this sounds great, but if your kid is like seven years old, do you really expect them to like 
go through this process and like resist and it's just like do you even put your young child in that situation now if you have like a 15 or a 16 year old this is where i feel like i'm a hard no on a young age but maybe as they get older it's like okay they have the physical capability to defend themselves they have the mental capability to understand what they feel is appropriate inappropriate and you want to show your child that you trust them to make good decisions with their life so you know do you give them that leeway and this is where i think maybe that like those three r's make sense for kids that are a little bit older but i think with young kids i just i can't get on the boat i can't get on the the sleepover boat right now so we're going to open this up to you parents are you for or are you against sleepovers why don't you drop us a dm leave us a comment on our latest post we'd love to hear what you think about it peace